Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi! Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. I am Steven Serta. You can follow me on Twitter at Steven Serta. Smee's Garage Burger and Beer text line 913-576-7610. Text in your lineup questions. I will try to answer those all throughout the show as we get ready for your week 15 fantasy semifinal matchup. This is uh this is what it's all about. Clinching that spot in your championship game. Most leagues, if you just get to the championship game, you win some kind of money. So uh, everybody's trying to cash in today, and that's that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get you guys some money. We're trying to get you some wins. We're trying to get you some fantasy glory. This is the final fantasy football Sunday of the season. Uh, unfortunately, when the Chiefs play at noon, uh, we get kicked off the air. But I will have... Uh, we'll probably do some uh, pr- some recordings on Sunday mornings or maybe some live streams over the next couple of weeks so you, so we still get some info to you guys on your fantasy football lineups. Uh, it's been a fun season. It's been a hard season. Uh, it, it's been a bummer at points. Lots of injuries, lots of uh, COVID problems, but we fought through it, and we fought through it to get to where we are today. I'm still alive in every league that I'm in, although I am uh, struggling in a couple of leagues because I was playing Josh, Josh Allen, or I was playing against Justin Herbert. Uh, one, one league, I decided to start Derek Carr and that blew up in my face, but we're still fighting. We're still fighting. There's still a chance for us to get this thing figured out. So let's get to the matchups. Spread the field. Where I want to start this morning is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Ronald Jones is out this week. Uh, It appears he did test positive for COVID. They didn't confirm that he's a positive test for COVID, uh, but considering it happened early in the week and he still has not been cleared, I'm going to assume that he probably tested positive for COVID. That means Leonard Fournette gets the nod here after being a healthy and active last week. It's a bummer uh, because we, we finally felt like Ronald Jones was was taking over that backfield. We didn't have to worry about Leonard Fournette at all anymore. Jones has been producing when he's been the clear-cut starter all season long. Now Lenny Fournes gets the nod. It's actually a really tough matchup. Uh, you guys probably didn't realize this, but the Atlanta Falcons run defense has been elite 
this season. They are not giving up points to opposing rushing attacks. So I don't really love Leonard Fournette, but if you have him and you're a Ronald Jones owner, you probably got to put him into your lineup. Uh, the, the Falcons do give up a lot through the air to opposing running backs. Uh, so, so there could be uh could be a chance he does some damage there as far as the rest of the Buccaneers offense goes. Uh, Tom Brady is in play for me, although the Falcons secondary has been a lot stronger than I think we're giving it credit for. Teams have been struggling to put up points against them, uh, but wide receivers still have been producing when given the opportunity. I like Mike Evans today. I like Chris Godwin. Uh, I, I can't trust Antonio Brown to be in my lineup in my fantasy semifinal matchup. He just doesn't look good. Like we, we keep trying to explain these scenarios where, oh, uh, he might produce today. He's got a decent matchup. This could be the game where he finally turns it on. And he just hasn't been that involved in the offense. He has, he's been getting less snaps, been getting less looks from Brady. Although when he is on the field, Brady's been targeting him. I just don't trust Antonio Brown to be in my lineup. Uh, I, I do think you can start Gronk. This is a decent matchup for him going against a uh, Falcons defense that has struggled against opposing tight ends. And for the Atlanta side, Julio Jones is out this week. So that makes me worry a little bit about Matt Ryan uh, because we've seen this season. Matt Ryan just is not the same kind of quarterback when Julio Jones is not in lineup, but Calvin Ridley continues to produce. Even when Julio is out, he he is a must start player. So Calvin Ridley has to be in your lineup. Uh, I don't trust any Atlanta running back. None of them are producing. And this is a, a very tough matchup against a brutal bucks run defense. I also don't trust Hayden Hurst. Uh, Hayden Hurst just has not been producing. He's been a big letdown so far uh, this fantasy season, a guy that we had high expectations for coming into the year. Uh, Russell Gage does get consideration here if you're still alive uh, because Russell Gage did produce last week and he he was getting a lot of looks from Matt Ryan. So we're hoping he can bounce back and do the same thing here. Uh, But if you're in a semifinal matchup, I hope you're not in a situation where you got to put Russell Gage into your lineup. The Niners at Cowboys. Raheem Moser is off the injury report, so he should be good to go. He was banged up all week. We, we thought he wasn't going to play. Now he is going to play, but he's kind of been banged up all year. And, and you know, early on in the season, we saw with Moser, it was when he's in the lineup, he's producing and he's putting up huge numbers. That has not been the case since coming back from injury this time around. He's been in more of a timeshare with Jeff Wilson. And I do think Jeff Wilson is a strong start. I think they're both strong starts for me because this Cowboys run defense has been getting gashed by every running back that they play. So I actually like Mostert and Wilson today. And Wilson's been the clear goal line back for the Niners over the last couple of weeks. So I think you can play both of those guys. Of course, I f- have a strong opinion about it and I feel like they're both safe plays. That means that Kyle Shanahan's going to give all the carries to Raheem Mostert. That, that, that's the way this goes, right? Um, Nick Mullins, you can't you can't play Nick Mullins in in your fantasy semifinal matchup, right? E- even an incredible matchup against a Cowboys secondary, which has not gotten torched quite as bad lately, but you still don't have any faith that can stop anybody. Uh, Debo Samuel is out this week. That makes Brandon Ayuk a must start. Brandon Ayuk, when he's been healthy and on the field, has been a highly productive wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. I absolutely love Brandon Ayuk this week. Um, I don't trust any Niners tight end until George Kittle comes back. Uh, They did activate him this week, but I don't think he's going to play today. There is a chance that he could come back, though. So if you held on to Kittle and you somehow make it to your fantasy championship game, George Kittle might be a guy that you could put in there next week. 
This is a bad matchup for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. The Niners have been up and down on defense this season, but they've only really been burned by good quarterbacks. And Andy Dalton, not really a good quarterback. I do think Amari Cooper is safe here. He's still been getting plenty of volume from Andy Dalton. He's been the most productive Cowboys wide receiver with Dalton in it. Quarterback, uh, I don't trust CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup. Zeke is really hurt, and he hasn't been great, but it's a bad matchup against a good Niners run defense. But Ezekiel Elliott was banged up last week. They let him play, and then this week he said it's worse that they met that game made his injury worse, but they're still expecting him to play today. So, I, I mean, I, I totally understand if you got to put Zeke in your lineup, but I don't see how you can trust him at all at this point. If, if we're being honest, the Detroit lions at the Tennessee Titans, Deandre Swift looks like a strong start this week. Uh, even with chase Daniel is your likely starter here. Well, there, there's actually, it was reported this morning that uh, Matthew Stafford is expected to play though he's dealing with multiple injuries and it feels like all it's going to take is one good hit to knock him out and put chase Daniel in. Uh, luckily they're playing a team with one of the worst pass rushes in the NFL and the Tennessee Titans. So I don't trust Matthew Stafford because he's so banged up. Uh, Chase Daniel could wind up coming in. I, I, I just don't want anything to do with it. I still think TJ Hawkinson is in play. Uh, he, he's been safe all year long. He's been a top five tight end and a tight end wasteland. So I think TJ Hawkinson still has to be in your lineup each and every week. Uh, I, I don't really trust any Lions wide receiver. I know Marvin Jones has been getting more looks, but I, I, it, it's just not a, it's not an offense that I want to attack in my fantasy semifinal matchup. Derrick Henry, of course, in your lineup. Another good matchup for Derrick Henry. He's got this imp- incredible playoff stretch. Uh, went absolutely bananas last week. He's got another opportunity to do that here today against the Bad Lions defense. Uh, A.J. Brown is a start. He is a weekly starter in your lineup. He's an absolute star. A.J. Brown is a monster. And you know that I, I-, I love him uh, deep inside my heart. I have a lot of love for AJ Brown. So he is in my lineup on a weekly basis. I do like Ryan Tannehill this week, even though he's been a uh, fairly disappointing down the stretch. This is a great matchup for Ryan. Corey Davis had a couple of duds. Once we started feeling strong that you could put him into your lineup on a weekly basis, uh, but this is a good matchup for him. And as far as Johnny Smith goes, he is totally touchdown dependent at this point. Super disappointing for a guy who started the season so strong. Uh, The Texans at the Colts. David Johnson returns here. It's an absolutely awful matchup. Uh, The Colts run defense has still been very good, although they've been getting gashed uh, in the passing game a little bit. David Johnson's going to get volume, but you you can't plug him into your lineup. He hasn't produced. He he just does not look like he's a good football player anymore. And and the Texans are kind of a mess. I I think you can still start Deshaun Watson because as I just mentioned, the Colts have been getting gashed lately, Uh, but you don't trust really any of his pass catchers. I, I mean, I do trust that uh, Kiki Cutie is going to get a lot of volume. Cooks might not go here, and he, he didn't do much a couple of weeks ago when they did play, but Kiki Cutie did have the big game. Uh, so so I like Kiki Cutie, although he does have a tough matchup with Kenny Moore, who's been very good this season. And I'm not trusting Chad Hansen. I know the fantasy community uh, has been very high on him this week. I, I, I just don't see how you can just plug and play that guy into your lineup with so much on the line. 
Uh, Phillip Rivers should be in a good spot here with a uh, trash Texan secondary. Uh, they've been dealing with injuries all season. They just put their best safety, Justin Reed, on IR. Uh, they're down to like their fourth string cornerbacks. Great matchup for Phil. T.Y. Hilton's also had three straight great games. It feels like T.Y. is just a weekly starter down the stretch, which is crazy for a guy who was not producing at all early in the season. But I like T.Y. a lot today. I've got him in multiple lineups, and I think you need to put him in your lineup. Uh, Michael Pittman, he's a guy that the fantasy community is really high on, but he just hasn't he, he hasn't shown up when, when we've decided that he ha is a trustworthy start. So even in a great matchup, and this is a great matchup, I totally understand if you have to put Michael Pittman in your lineup. And this is a matchup where he should be able to produce. I just don't trust him at this point in the season. I haven't seen enough from him to make me think that he's a plug and play starter for me this late in the year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is in your lineup. So it's one of the best matchups you can possibly get on paper. Uh, Jonathan Taylor should have another opportunity here to really produce. The Texans allow the most fantasy points to opposing running backs this season. And you can't trust any Indianapolis tight end. Let's get to weather. Storm warnings with Steve. Got some overcast games across the NFL today, but doesn't look like anything that should drastically affect anything. So I don't think there's anything we really need to worry about uh, in our fantasy matchups. You're certainly not pulling any any player that you got in your lineup today because of weather. So I think we should all be good there. Uh, Space Garage Burger and Beer text line 913-576-7610. Continue to send in your lineup questions. I'll answer those all throughout the show. Need to hit a quick timeout, but when we get back, our goal line go. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. I am Steven Serta. Smitty's Garage Burger and Beer text line 913-576-7610. Text in your lineup questions. I will continue to answer those all throughout the show. Uh, we're here for about another 45 minutes. And then uh, my guy, Dusty Likens has you from 10 to 12. And then the uh, Chiefs Radio Network broadcast begins at noon today, right here on 610 Sports Radio. As the Kansas City Chiefs get geared up for a massive game against the Drew Brees-led New Orleans Saints. They will be at without M Michael Thomas, however. I'll get to that matchup here in a little bit. Uh, that was kind of a shocker this week. I didn't even realize Michael Thomas was uh, battling with injuries that much this week. That kind of came out of nowhere. And it's, I, I do think it takes a little, uh, little mustard off of this game, but it should still be a fantastic game between the chiefs and the saints, uh, two potential super bowl teams. Uh, again, nine, one, three, five, seven, six, seven, six, 10 texting your line of questions. I'll continue to try to answer those all throughout the show. Go line, go. So I love J.K. Dobbins this week. It's an incredible matchup for him. He finally got 62% uh, of the running back touches last week, but you can't ignore Gus Edwards. Uh, Gus Edwards still has a massive role in this Ravens rushing attack. Uh, they are not utilizing Mark Ingram much anymore, which is nice to see because Mark Ingram just had not been good this season. So Gus Edwards, he's still with that strong role that he's got in this Ravens ground game. He's also been the clear goal line running back. So there's still some value in Gus Edwards today. Even if Dobbins has a big game, I think Gus Edwards and a fantastic matchup for the Ravens running backs. I think he still finds a way to get into the end zone today. Uh, he produced last week as well as Dobbins. There's, there's enough room in this rushing attack for two running backs 
to produce in fantasy football. There's not enough for three. I don't think there's a room in any offense for three running backs to produce, but for two. Yeah, we, we can go with Edwards and Dobbins today. Loud wrong. I really thought the Saints defense was a strong play last week against a rookie quarterback in Jalen Hurts going against a uh, Eagles offense that had struggled all season long. And I was very wrong. So I, I apologize for that because a once impenetrable run defense was absolutely torched by a rookie quarterback. And that opened things up for Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders broke off a huge run, wound up with over 100 yards as well. Uh, same goes for Jalen Hurts, who had over 100 yards. If they weren't so worried about Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders does not break off that run against a really good Saints run defense because other than that big run, he was not doing very much in that game. Uh, so I, I think that continues this week for Jalen Hurts. I think that there's going to be an opportunity in that offense for both of these guys to produce moving forward. All birds. I got to start Patrick Mahomes today. I don't think I put Patrick Mahomes in a single daily lineup this season. I tend to go for more value in my daily lineups when it comes to quarterback. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes, he, he he's priced pretty well today con considering he's Patrick Mahomes and he's got a tough matchup against a good Saints defense. But I trust the Chiefs offense above everything else. I trust Patrick Mahomes and that they're going to be able to score even I mean, there's all kinds of statistics and analytics that show the Chiefs play better when their backs are against the wall. Patrick Mahomes has even mentioned that. So in a tough matchup, I still really like Patrick Mahomes. I got a lot of faith in him today. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I just told you how much I love him. I think he's a fantastic play. He's got an incredible matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I also like Jeff Wilson as a nice value play at running back. Uh, he's getting all the goal line work for that Niners rushing attack. Uh, Raheem Mostert has been splitting carries with him and he's pretty banged up. I think Jeff Wilson's going to have a good game today. I also love my guy, AJ Brown. You know, I always got to try to find a way to get him into my lineup and T Y Hilton three straight, very strong outings gets another Texans matchup today. He should absolutely torch the Texans and T Y just finds ways to produce against the Texans over his career. He has absolutely dominated them. Niners wide receiver Brandon Ayuk has been absolutely fantastic this season, especially when Debo Samuel is out. Debo Samuel hurt yet again. He is out this week. Brandon Ayuk, fantastic start for me today. I love Brandon Ayuk. Irv Smith Jr. Got a nice matchup. Uh, Chicago, while their passing attack has been pretty good this season, one area they've really struggled is against opposing tight ends. Kyle Rudolph likely out this week. That means it's it's the Irv Smith show, baby. I love Irv Smith. He produced last week when he's been healthy this year and in the lineup and hasn't had to split time with Kyle Rudolph. Irv Smith has been a fantasy monster, so I really like him. And I'm taking a chance on Kiki Cutie for uh, being the only real viable passing option for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, despite the fact that the Texans are absolutely awful this season, is having one of the best seasons of his career. I still believe in Deshaun, so I got to believe in Kiki, who had a big game against this very cold secondary a couple weeks ago. We'll be joined by uh, SI.com gambling and fantasy expert Ben Heisler coming up in about 10 minutes. But let's get back into some matchups. The New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. I really hate this game. I, I think this is going to be a gross defensive battle. The Dolphins have looked promising with Tua, but we saw what Bill did to uh, Justin Herbert a couple of weeks ago. And Justin Herbert looks like he's going to be an absolute superstar player. But we even saw with Patrick Mahomes, his first year as a starter, 
that Bill Belichick is just really, really good at scheming up defense. Uh, he's really, really good at confusing uh, young rookie quarterbacks because he just gives you different looks that you, that a lot of times these guys have never seen before. Uh, so I don't trust Tua at all today. I don't really trust this Miami Dolphins defense. Uh, Mike Jasicki's hurt. Devonte Parker's hurt. Jakeem Grant's hurt. Uh, Mike Jasicki, it's reported that he's likely going to go. So I think you can put him in your lineup. Uh, he's been getting a safe amount of looks from Tua. Uh, I, I just don't trust Parker or Grant. I, I don't trust Tua going against this Bill Belichick defense. Uh, Miles Gaskin is out this week again. I, I warned you last week when he got placed on the COVID list super late in the week on Saturday. I warned you that I was worried he it was going to make him miss two games. Uh, that is in fact the case. Uh, I don't trust Lynn Bowden at all here either. I know he's going to be a, a a favorite chalk play in a lot of daily lineups, and maybe I'm completely wrong here. I'm just staying away from the Dolphins' offense because uh, that, that that Chargers' offense is much more talented than the this Dolphins' offense at this point, and we saw what a hard time Justin Herbert had against this Patriots team a couple of weeks ago. They got blanked, and, and Justin Herbert's been an incredible rookie quarterback, and he could do absolutely nothing against Bill Belichick. Uh, as far as the Patriots go, Cam isn't a reliable passer in any way. Uh, he has just not been a good passer this season at all. So I do not trust him. I, I, I don't see how you can trust him at all to put him in your lineup. And maybe this is a game where he rushes for three touchdowns or something like that. That's the only way you're getting fantasy points from Cam. He, he's got to rush for multiple touchdowns because he's just not doing it in the passing game. And the Patriots seem perfectly content on offense with just never passing the ball because their pass catchers are absolutely atrocious. So I don't think you can trust cam this week. I don't think you can trust any pass catcher in this offense. Just nobody is producing and they're not even getting the opportunity to produce. Uh, Damian Harris is out in this game. So it's going to be a lot of James white. It's going to be a lot of Sony Michelle uh, dolphins are kind of a middle of the pack run defense, although they've been much better against it over the past month. Uh, I do like kind of like James white because I think there's going to be a lot of dump off passes. I think he's going to be heavily involved in the offense. I, I don't trust Sony Michelle. We just haven't uh, see, seen him produce enough for me to put him into my lineup. I think James white is the only Patriot I would consider starting here. The Chicago bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I liked Mitch Trubisky last week and he produced, if you decided to roll with him, he's got another opportunity here. Uh, though it's worth noting, he struggled against Mike Zimmer led defenses over his career, but this Minnesota defense is not the same Vikings defense that, that we've come uh, used to seeing in football. They're, they're just not very good. Uh, their secondary has been a little bit better after early in the season. They were one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. They've been doing a better job of actually, actually uh, slowing down opposing passing games. Uh, but I still like Mitch here. I think there's going to be an opportunity to produce. And, and I, I like Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, since Mitch has come back, has had three straight fantastic fantasy games. Uh, I, I'm rolling with Allen Robinson. He's an absolute stud. I don't think you can bench him right now, uh, despite the fact that uh, it, it is a tough matchup for Mitch Trubisky going against this Mike Zimmer led defense. Uh, Darnell Mooney is a curious player. He did score last week. Uh, so he he's a really deep dart throw though. He's not a guy I'm probably going to put in my season lineups, uh, but he is a guy that I would take a chance on in daily. 
Uh, Cole Komet is the Bears' starting tight end now as a rookie, and he continues to produce. This is a decent matchup for him. The Vikings have struggled against opposing tight ends this year. Uh, Jimmy Graham's just not involved anymore, so I I like Cole Komet here. And David Montgomery has been crushing it. The Vikings run defense that looked like the strong part of their defense has been really struggling as of late. Um, I am not expecting the huge fantasy day from DeMont that he's had over the past few weeks. I still think that he's a very, very viable starter in your fantasy lineup and the way he's been producing lately. I don't think you can can consider benching him, Uh, but just don't be shocked if he doesn't blow up like he has over the past few games. Dalvin cook, obviously a go here uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin cook, even last week against that, uh, you know, that strong bucks run defense, Dalvin cook still produced. He's absolutely unbenchable. Uh, the Bears' pass defense has been good, but they've been giving it up a bit lately. They're also injured here, uh, so it's not a terrible spot for Kirk Cousins. I like Justin Jefferson. He had a monster game against the Bears early on in the season, and I also like Adam Thielen. He had a good game against them as well. Uh, a very stout Bears' pass defense, but both these wide receivers found success in a divisional matchup. Uh, Kyle Rudolph unlikely to go here, so Irv Smith is another go. Irv Smith is really good. Like So, in dynasty league formats, tight end is kind of a wasteland. Like there's really only it's Kelsey Waller, Kittle, and I guess TJ Hawkinson are those guys that you want on your dynasty fantasy teams. Irv Smith is a quiet dynasty pickup. If you can go, you know, after the season, if you can go acquire Irv Smith for cheap and in dynasty leagues, I think Irv Smith is going to be really, really good as soon as they get rid of Kyle Rudolph. He is a, he's going to be one of my favorite breakout candidates next season. I like him a lot here. Uh, it's a very good matchup. The bears have struggled against opposing tight ends all season long. So I really like Irv Smith. We need a quick timeout when we get back. SI.com's Ben Heisler. Fantasy football Sunday with Steven Serta. Sunday, I am Steven Serta, and for the final time this year, as I already let you guys know, this is the last Fantasy Football Sunday. We'll do some podcasts, we'll do some live streams to try to get some info to you in the next couple of weeks. But for the final time this year, SI.com gambling and fantasy expert Ben Heisler. Follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis. Heis, what's going on? Hope you're live in all your fantasy leagues. Uh, I am sort of, well, not all of them. A couple of them uh, got bitten by the injury bug, but uh, the, the local one where I get to uh, to trash talk to uh, several friends in the Kansas City community, I'm very much alive, the number one seed. But a uh, couple, couple big names I'm, I'm going up against today. So uh, we're hopeful, but uh, you, you never know, man. Sometimes these projections can uh, get the best of you sometimes. Yeah, you just got to keep fighting. It's been a tough season for everybody, but... Uh... Let's go ahead and get into the matchups. We want to try to get everybody's lineup set, try to help you as much as possible. Uh, I'm curious how you feel today about Eagles rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts getting his second consecutive start. Obviously, he was fantastic on the ground game last week. I'm curious how you feel about his upside this week. I don't know how I feel about his upside. I feel good and secure about his floor, considering that he rushed 18 times, actually rushed one more time than he threw last week, had 106 yards on the ground, threw for a touchdown, and ended up finishing with about 22, 23 points, depending on your setting. 
So I think based off of that, knowing that there's a full week of game tape, there's likely to be adjustments. I think about you know the week after with Taysom Hill. Um, and how he still managed to put up some decent numbers, but that was largely a fact of going up against uh, you know, a Broncos defense that really didn't have anything on the offensive side of the ball. So I do think Hurts is playable, but I don't think he's necessarily a high upside guy for this week. Uh, Arizona's defense, they, they tend to have some letdown spots, but, but knowing the current situation that they're in, coming off a really impressive win on the road against one of the hotter teams in the NFL, the New York Giants, uh, I'm a little bit more skeptical on a first this week. I don't think he'll kill you. I don't think he'll ruin your fantasy season. I just don't know if he can go out and win it on his own. Are we at a point with T.Y. Hilton now where you can just plug and play him? He just continues to produce after having an awful season. Yeah, it's been exciting. And also, you know, for anybody, like I, I was one of the few that believed that Philip Rivers was actually a good fit with the Indianapolis Colts. I, I made a bet. Uh, with a guy named Matthew Betts, who does stuff over at uh, the B-Ball Blast site and also for the fantasy football uh, for the fantasy footballers. Um, and, and I was under the belief that I thought Philip Rivers could finish as a top 15 quarterback this year. Now, it didn't get off to a good start, uh, and I was planning on sending him uh, a nice bottle of uh, bourbon for the holidays. But he's starting to creep back up, sort of. Like, he's in that top 16, top 17 uh, quarterback ranking right now with a juicy matchup today. Uh, against the Houston Texans. This is one of my favorite daily fantasy stack options of the day. I think you can either go with Indianapolis, pair up uh, Rivers with somebody like Naheem Hines, because I think they're going to pass the ball, with T.Y. Hilton, with Michael Pittman, if you want to get involved, and then run it back with some guys on the Houston side as well. This is going to be a bounce-back spot for them. The Colts, the last month, sort of have given up all sorts of gash plays through the middle of the field. They haven't been able to slow down a lot of opposing defenses. They're just missing guys. Uh, in the middle of the field. So I, I do think somebody like T.Y. Hilton is in a terrific spot against arguably the worst defense in the NFL. I, I think he's fantastic right now and absolutely worth a plug-and-play in your fantasy league. Yeah, that, that Texan secondary is absolutely fall, falling apart. Uh, I think T.Y. Hilton's in a really good spot today, too. And it, it, it's crazy that this is where we're at in Week 15 fantasy semifinals after T.Y. Hilton was available in pretty much every waiver wire in every league because he had just not been producing all season long. Yeah, it's remarkable. And I I think about just he's healthy now. I think that's part of the reason. You know, we might have thought that he was going to take a dip regardless. But, um, you know, he saw some targets in the early portion of the season that lost to Cleveland. He had 10 targets six receptions for 69 yards. So not a terrible performance. The majority of the year, he's only targeted about five times to finish with about three catches and maybe 30 yards or so. But the last three weeks, uh, he's also found the end zone. I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns um, until week 12 of the season in a 26-45 to 45 loss against Tennessee. And now he has four touchdowns in his last three games. So absolutely fire him up with confidence. Him and Phillip Rivers have developed a nice rapport, and it's uh, coming at a perfect time for fantasy owners. Ravens running back, J.K. Dobbins, who uh, the fantasy community has been in love with all season, but the Ravens, for some reason, haven't. Uh, it, it seems like he's finally taking on that lead role. He had like 62% of the carries last week, uh, but Gus Edwards still heavily involved. He's getting a lot of the goal line work. Do you think you can put Dobbins and Edwards into lineups with confidence today? Uh, yes to Dobbins. Edwards, I suppose, if you just are looking for some sort of goal line relief, 
it's a fantastic matchup against Jacksonville. Um, and I, I do think it's one of those matchups that has a chance to be over before the second half even begins. Uh, there's also a few plays on Jacksonville that I think you can go with, particularly with DJ Chark, now that Gardner Minshew is back. Uh, but the Jaguars are 30th in the NFL at stopping opposing running backs. They're giving up just under 29 fantasy points per game. Uh, they've allowed more than 30 fantasy points in each of their last three matchups. Um, so I, I do think this is a good opportunity for Dobbins to probably finish with over 100 yards rushing. Uh, I know that our fantasy insider, our high, our high stakes insider at Sports Illustrated, Sean Child, loves J.K. Dobbins this week. The issue is that, you know, whether or not they cannibalize each other or not, um, Lamar Jackson still has a chance to go ahead and get plenty of rushing volume and rushing touchdowns. Uh, and then you know that the bulk of the snaps are still going to go to Dobbins. So, yeah, Edwards can get an opportunity at the goal line, but I, I don't know if I necessarily feel as confident in him, especially including him in a lineup with Dobbins. So I, I'd probably go Dobbins one, and depending on who else you have in your lineup, I suppose Edwards is play, uh, but he just, he's not going to catch any passes for you, and you're just relying on touchdowns. Uh, and even in a juicy matchup, I just don't know if that's the strategy I'd go with in Week 15. I, I did go heavy on the J.K. Dobbins stock this season, so I've got him going virtually everywhere. And I, I, you know, that midseason point where he wasn't being involved enough in the offense, I refuse to cut him in any of my leagues be, out of principle. I, I was just like, I'm not letting anybody else have him because I know he's incredible if they just give him a look. Right, and, and you have to think, too, about – the types of matchups that, that J.K. Dobbins was going to have um, down the stretch of the season. I, I remember tweeting back out in the beginning of September when Jonathan Taylor was going as the RB20 and Dobbins is going as the RB36, that they both had solid matchups, but people didn't realize that Dobbins' fantasy playoff schedule, and again, this is preseason, so we've learned a little bit, on the road at Cleveland, had a great game. This week, home versus Jacksonville, arguably one of the better matchups you can find. And then at home against the New York Giants. And, yeah, the Giants' defense has certainly improved, but we, we thought they were going to be garbage this year. Uh, for Jonathan Taylor, who went up against the Vegas Raiders, has Houston today, also very good matchups. But in the championship week, very tough matchup on the road against Pittsburgh. So at this point, I'd much rather have J.K. Dobbins next week against the Giants than Jonathan Taylor on the road against Pittsburgh. So this is somebody that was a perfect stash and cash type of play over the course of the season. And I'm right there with you. He was the perfect guy knowing that he may not get you anything at the beginning, but you were saving J.K. Dobbins for the fantasy playoffs, and hopefully it starts to pay off. And I, w I want to ask you about the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers because Deontay Johnson's been plagued by drops. He did get benched a little bit last week, but – when he's been in, he's been still getting a lot of volume, and he's been the most consistent Steelers wide receiver. Juju's been kind of up and down. And then Mike Tomlin said this week, because they haven't been utilizing Chase Claypool much uh, over the last few weeks, and Mike Tomlin said that they're trying to avoid him hitting the rookie wall, which means that like James Washington's getting more snaps. Can you trust any of these Steelers wide receivers in your fantasy semifinal? I still think you can trust Deontay Johnson. I have a difficult time believing that for somebody who hasn't seen less than seven targets in the last six weeks, and that's with spending some time on the bench and that loss against the Bills, um, he's absolutely in play. Uh, Claypool worries me a little bit more, especially because it's not a difficult matchup. It's on the road against Cincinnati. He's always in play to be able to go up and get one. And as far as Juju Smith-Schuster is concerned, um, that's another guy that has seen fairly consistent targets 
really over the last seven, eight weeks or so. Um, he's also had four touchdowns in his last five weeks. Uh, or, yeah, four touchdowns in his last five weeks. He's seen plenty of volume. Um, you know, I, I, unless you're absolutely desperate. And, again, I, I was big on the Chase Claypool train, um, but knowing that they don't necessarily need him to go off against Cincinnati for them to have a chance, I'd probably feel a little bit more secure with Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, and then if you're just looking for a complete high upside play, I suppose it's Claypool. You know, he could have, you know, seven catches, three touchdowns against a terrible Bengals secondary. But just knowing where Roethlisberger has been putting the ball, it's likely going in the hands of Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith-Schuster, or even Eric Ebron. If you're one of the unfortunate fantasy owners who already finds themselves uh, in, in a hole, if you played against Justin Herbert or Aaron Jones or, or, or Josh Allen this weekend, who are some of your favorite sleepers to try to climb out of that hole? Yeah, uh, I, I think there's a, a few in particular. I, I, I mentioned him a little bit earlier. I'll touch on him really quickly. I still think DJ Shark is in line for a terrific performance this week. Uh, I wrote about him over at Sports Illustrated. He finally has Gardner Minshew back, and that makes a whale of a difference for him. Uh, if you're playing DraftKings, he's only 5000 That's his lowest price point of the season. Uh, he's seen eight end zone targets this year, seven of which have been thrown his way by Gardner Minshew. The Ravens' defense is a shell of its former self. They just gave up 34 points on DraftKings to Baker Mayfield. They've allowed the third-most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks. And Chark having the seventh-most air yards over the last month. He's just going to get plenty of volume this week in a game where they're going to have to pass the entire way. A couple other sleepers that uh, I'm going to have my eye on for this week uh, is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I know that a lot of Chiefs fans are, are thinking to themselves, well, he had, you know, 32 rushing yards last week. Why do you believe against the good New Orleans defense that he can get himself back uh, on track? He had 75% of the snaps last week for the Chiefs, and that was third highest amongst all running backs in the NFL in Week 14. He also saw six targets in the passing game. That's his highest number in the passing game since Week 5. And think about what happened last week. You know, you had Miles Sanders, who had done nothing for the last month, uh, go for over 130 total yards against the New Orleans defense. Uh, and this is the type of game that Clyde Edwards-Alaire should thrive in because they're going to have a solid pass rush. If Mahomes needs to get the ball out quickly, he's going to trust Edwards-Alaire to catch passes more so than Le'Veon Bell. Um, and I, and I, the Chiefs, too, even though they've won five consecutive games, sort of, they've failed to cover the spread in all five of them. So knowing that this is the type of game that's likely to be close and back and forth, I think having a pass-catching running back that can also deliver in the trenches and probably get the goal line work is going to have a big performance. So I think he's somebody that you can absolutely trust. And remember, by the time the fantasy season started, he was going running back six in your fantasy draft. I think he finally delivers today. Follow all of his fantastic work at SI.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at Benny Heiss. Heisler, it's been a strong season. Uh, let, let, let's go win some games, get into our championship game, and we'll talk to you next year. Looking forward to it, sir. It's been a lot of fun each and every week. It, it's always fun to, to get back on my own stomping grounds and, uh, and do this weekly hit with you. Good luck. Good luck to all the listeners. And, uh, yeah, let's have, let's have it with fans in 2021. Over the top. Over the top.
really enjoy those talks with Ben Heisler. Uh, he, he's a guy that we, me and him, basically all we do is talk about fantasy. But uh, my over-the-top pick for this week, the Chiefs step up in big games and their playmakers make plays. Tyreek Hill is obviously in your lineup no matter what. Uh, and the Saints are a defense that can get beat for big plays down the field. I know their secondary has been very good as of late, but they have been exposed by a p- passing games that, that attack down the field at points in this season. I actually like McCole Hardman this week as a deep dart throw to break off a long touchdown. We know Hardman's not going to ever get the volume, but he is, he is a total boomer bust option. And I think he's got a chance to boom this week. Uh, we need to hit a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll finish up the matchups and we'll uh, get you ready for uh, Dusty Likens to take over at 10. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. I am Steven Serta. You can follow me on Twitter at Steven Serta. You can also follow the station at 610 Sports KC. Dusty Likens coming up in about 10 minutes. He's got you from 10 to 12. And the Chiefs radio network takes over at noon to get you ready for the Chiefs and Saints massive game at 325 today. Uh, my Saints star wide receiver Michael Thomas is out in this game. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. If you were hoping to get a, a Super Bowl preview, the Saints will be without one of their absolute best players. And as I mentioned earlier, this is the final fantasy football Sunday of the season uh, chiefs final two games of the year are noon games. So chiefs co- coverage starts at 9am. So we will not be on the air the ne- over the next two weeks. Uh, but if you download the radio.com app and you like, and subscribe to the force to punt podcast, uh, we will try to record a couple episodes over the next couple of weeks. Make sure we're still getting that info out to you. If you've got uh, you know longer seasons that go to week 17, even though you should not be in a league that does that anymore. Uh, We still want to try to help you guys out and we still want to go through some daily lineups. So uh, make sure you download the radio.com app. You like, and subscribe to all of that stuff. And we will try to get you helped out. We're going to try to help you win your fantasy championship. Top off player of the week. JK Dobbins has to be the guy, right? I've been waiting all season. I have J.K. Dobbins virtually everywhere because he was a guy that I thought coming out of Ohio State, he's going to be an absolute star in this Ravens rushing attack. Uh, but the Ravens, for sadly, for you know three quarters of the season, decided they were going to do this three-man rotation with a struggling offense that kept Dobbins' value in the tank. A lot of guys I know dropped J.K. Dobbins. I refuse to drop him out of principle. I held on to him. And I'm hoping that that pays off down the stretch. The Ravens have a very favorable schedule the rest of the way. If Dobbins continues to see over 50% of their running back touches, he's going to have immense value moving forward. And that starts today. Well, it kind of started last week. But today, I think that he is going to have a monster game against a bottom three Jags run defense. The stars are aligning for J.K. Dobbins to be the fantasy savior that we all wanted him to be in your playoff matchup. So get J.K. Dobbins into your lineup immediately. Let's get back to the matchups. The Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. Washington was a really good rundy early in the year, but they've also, but they've been giving it up a little bit more lately. Uh, even though I know Chris Carson isn't 100% healthy, he's still pinned 
been producing, and, and this is a decent matchup for him. Uh, Chris Carson, every game that he started and finished has still managed to put up double-digit fantasy points. Chris Carson is a safe start. I've had a lot of people asking me about him because he's still not 100%. Uh, he, he's getting enough work that Chris Carson is going to be in my lineup, and I'm not going to think that hard about it, especially against a Washington team that hasn't really been slowing running backs the way you think. Uh, the Seahawks are going to feed him, so I, I have faith there. Russell Wilson does have a tough matchup. He hasn't been a dominant fantasy producer besides that Jets game over the last several weeks. We know how bad the Jets are. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson got Russell Wilson actually came out of the game in the third quarter uh, of that game against the Jets because it was such a big blowout. Uh, he did still have a huge fantasy day for your team. I. I, this is a tough matchup and it, it's a, a football team that is all of a sudden a, a potential playoff team, but they are going to be without Alex Smith. I still like Russell Wilson this week. I've been getting a lot of questions about him this morning. I still have faith that Russell can produce. Uh, he, he's just too talented. And Russell, if you've had Russell Wilson, despite the fact that he's slowed down a little bit, if you're still alive in your fantasy postseason, it's because Russell Wilson helped get you there. So I, I think you still have to start Russell Wilson, uh, DK Metcalf in your lineup without thinking about it, despite the fact that it's a tough matchup. He's an absolute monster. Tyler Lockett is total boom or bust at this point, And it's been a lot more busts lately since that 200 yard, three touchdown game against the Arizona Cardinals. Tyler Lockett has not been a reliable fantasy starter for you whatsoever. So I, I'm benching him. He's also got a very tough matchup. The, uh, the football team has been very good against opposing slot wide receivers all season long. So I don't trust Tyler Lockett here at all. Uh, Dwayne Haskins getting the start. Um, so I, I pretty much hate all of Washington's offensive weapons this week with Alex Smith out. Uh, Logan Thomas still going to get a look because he's been really producing. I don't trust him with Haskins. But uh, I understand in the tight end wasteland that you, you kind of just got to throw a body in your lineup and, and hope that he gets some looks and has a chance at a touchdown. Uh, the Seahawks defense has actually been a lot better lately, like a lot better lately with the healthy Jamal Adams. He's finally looking like the uh, like the playmaker that they traded for from the New York Jets. Uh, J.D. McKissick is the only running back you can start here. Antonio Gibson is out today, unfortunately. Uh, he, he's a guy that helped get us here for a lot of your fantasy teams. And, and you know, he, he's dealing with a turf toe injury, so it really hurts your roster. Uh, but McKissick is going to get looks, and he's going to get looks in the passing game. Uh, he's going to be heavily involved. You can't trust Peyton Barber. Um, and with Dwayne Haskins in at quarterback, I might sit Terry McLaurin, but Terry McLaurin still, we, we saw early in the year, even when Dwayne Haskins was absolutely awful. Terry McLaurin was still finding ways to produce in fantasy. Um, the Seahawks past defense has been much better, but I, I think I'd still play Terry. I, I'm going to take that back. I'm still going to put Terry in my lineup. I, I still absolutely love Terry McLaurin. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens, James Robinson looking at a tough matchup, but uh, this Ravens defense has been Heisler mentioned a little bit ago. This Ravens defense is really, really injured right now. They've got multiple starters on their defensive line who are really banged up. Their secondaries banged up. They have not been this shut down dominant Ravens defense that we saw early in the season. So I still like James Robinson here. You know that he's got, he's got the safe volume floor each and every week, despite the fact that he had a tough game last week week. I, I don't trust any Jags pass catcher really, but I do think that with Gardner Minshew back in your lineup, DJ Chark is going to get a lot more looks. We saw early in the year when Minshew was the starter, that DJ Chark was his top target. So I do think that you can still take a chance on DJ Chark, but I, I, I totally understand if you don't trust him this week, the Ravens might be without, uh, 
Well, actually, no, they do have Hollywood Brown. They do have uh, Miles Boykin. The, the, they had some COVID scares early on in the week again, but those guys were activated off the COVID list this morning. Uh, Lamar has turned the run game up, so he's still a starter for me. Mark Andrews does have a great matchup against uh, one of the worst tight end defenses in the NFL in the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he's got to be in your lineup. You know I love J.K. Dobbins. Seen double-digit touches in multiple times over the last month. He scored in three straight. Got an incredible matchup here. Gus Edwards still gets the goal line work. Uh, last week, he had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I think Dobbins is the clear-cut guy that you got to get in your lineup, but Gus Edwards still has some value, and if you're desperate, he's a guy you can put in your lineup this week. Uh, the New York Jets at the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff has not been good this year, but the Jets give up fantasy days to literally every quarterback they see. Goff is a solid start for me this week. I think he's going to produce. Uh, it's an incredible matchup for all Rams wide receivers. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are a go for me this week. The Jets are bad against opposing tight ends as well. I don't trust Tyler Higby, though. I'm not putting him into my lineup, but he could have a good game today. Cam Akers appears to have taken over this backfield. The Jets run defense is good, and the Rams have made it a point to exploit the easiest matchup they can this year. I think you still have to play Akers, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Jared Goff just, just throw it all over the field today. And I don't think you can start any jet against the Rams defense. Their defense has been absolutely elite all season. The Eagles at the Cardinals. Eagles have particularly struggled against opposing rushing quarterbacks. So, so that works and uh, that works to the Eagles advantage or that works to the Cardinals advantage. DeAndre Hopkins could be in for a good game here with the Eagles injuries. Darius Slay is not expected to play. So Hopkins is a stud. Christian Kirk has been a big disappointment this year, but he's got some upside this week going against this decimated Eagles secondary. So I think if you're, if you're desperate, you can put Christian Kirk in all Cardinals wide receivers have upside this week. Kenyon Drake has total control of the backfield. Again, the Eagles run defense was good early on, but it's fallen off. So Drake is a good play here. I don't trust Jalen hurts at all this week. Uh, now that there's film on him, I, I think that he's a talented player. I think that he can still find a way to produce. Uh, he's just not a guy that I, I, I'm not sure what his ceiling is just yet. So if you made it this far into the season, you can't trust put your season on the line with Jalen Hurts as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Miles Sanders coming off the good game is in play for me. However, though, he has a much higher floor with a running quarterback in play. So I like Miles Sanders a lot. I don't trust any Eagles wide receiver or tight end. They've done nothing for you all year. So why would you put them into your fantasy semifinal? The chiefs at the saints. So you have to put Jared cook in your lineup this week. Unfortunately, I've been hard on Jared all season long. Uh, but the Chiefs are getting torched by every tight end they play, basically. It's a position they've struggled against all year. Michael Thomas was ruled out, so no Michael Thomas in this game. So Cook could see a lot of volume. Alvin Kamara, obviously a start. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a tough one for me this week. I, I, I kind of want to see what he looks like before I say plug and play him. But in a game that you expect they're going to have to put up points, they're going to have to throw the football. Brees is probably a starter for you. I don't trust Traquan Tra Smith, but Emmanuel Sanders is probably a go, even in a tough matchup against a Chiefs secondary that has been good all season. Start Mahomes, start Kelsey, start Hill. I already told you, take a chance on Clyde and McCole Hardman. Thank you guys so much for a good season. We'll talk to you next year. We'll talk to you next week. Dusty Likens will talk to you in 40 seconds. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.